Blog Talk Radio. If you must blink, do it now. It's time for Cinema Savant. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is a war room. Your weekly source for movie news. The gods gave us many gifts. One day you'll know them all. Movie reviews. Are you suggesting coconuts migrate? And the occasional Hollywood rumor. Listen. You smell something? Hosted by Todd Vandenberg. Not for why you can, the monkey boy. And Rob Steele. We're on a mission from God. Yikes! In the way! And here we go. Yes, we're back. I know you missed us, and I apologize. We're here last one of us decided to spontaneously trip to Miami and become one of the bad boys with uh, Will Smith and... Uh, the other guy who I haven't seen in anything lately. I can't even remember his name. That's a shame. I remember the other guy on the show's name. His name is Todd Red Rice Cakes Vandenberg. And, That's true. Uh, for no particular reason, this week I am Bruce Willis. <laughs> oh, there's a reason, all right. Oh, it, well, yeah, we'll get to that later. Uh, big, two big news things this week. Before we we get into the little good news, little. A little movie news, little TV news. There's a little TV news. Not much, though. The trial for James Bond has been going on between MGM and 20th Century Fox over or, <clears throat> Home Entertainment over who owns the rights to do the 50th anniversary box set for all the Bond movies hmm. because um, what is it? The MGM put out the 50th anniversary set but it did not include Casino Royale and Never Say Never Again, which were done by somebody else. And so there's a lawsuit going because it says all the Bond movies, and there's someone going, but you left these two out. And it's the original Casino Royale, not, not the new one. But a well, judge ruled I, – I love this quote. The judge ruled, quote, from the defendant's perspective, this claim will have to die another day. At this <laughs> time, the court will live and let die. I uh, really. That's the whole reason oh, I brought this up was for that quote. Okay, so what's his decision? Oh, while he's, they while, haven't come. He's being clever. It's okay. ongoing. I, I would side with the studio because, frankly, those aren't canon. They're not part of the official thing. The first Casino Royale is is a comedy with Woody Allen, for yep. Christ's sake. <clears throat> and, and Never Say Never Again is really good, but it's an older but Bond who funny. came out of retirement, and it's Sean Connery, which is cool, but it's not part of the original series. It's like, yep. it, they're not, they're not, they're about Bond, but they're not part of the Bond series. Period. So, you know, if, if they oh, could work well, out an agreement with those studios to include them, yeah, that's cool, but they're not part of the freaking series. So, you know. <clears throat> I will say that I preferred Never Say Never Again to Octopussy, which came out one week before or after I forgot which. No, Never Say Never Again is a really cool movie. It's very good. But I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's not part of the thing. Not part of the group. Just so. it out. Yeah. Uh, other big news that happened while we were gone. Uh, HBO was hit with a cyber attack uh, where they stole one and a half terabytes worth of customer information. Now, if you use the 8265 codec to shrink your DVDs to a manageable size digital file, they stole two movies worth of data, which mm-hmm. 
yeah, come on. That's that's not a whole lot for a, a massive cyber. It's not a massive cyber attack. I've got no. emails bigger than that. <laughs> well, okay, not really, but you know, still. Yeah. That it wasn't that bad. But if you have an HBO account with them, check it. Check your password and your credit cards and whatever, and make sure that you weren't hit with it. I well, don't think it's that at, bad of a cyber attack. At this point, honestly, you should be changing your passwords every month on every single account you have because eventually, no matter what it is, it's going to get hacked. I mean that's just reality, sadly. Unfortunately. Says a guy who hasn't changed um, passwords for like years, but yeah, you know. You haven't changed the password on the Blog Talk Radio account, which is thankful because otherwise I wouldn't be, wouldn't be here. Um, exactly. It's password one, two, three, four. Uh I thought it was Lee's no, its name. Um, anyway, <laughs> just, just saying. Uh, HBO was also in the news because HBO was trying to do a show, and they still may do it, um, from the creators of Game of Thrones. They're bringing it almost up to current day and making a show called Confederate. Yeah. Where the... Uh, in this alternate timeline, the South won the Civil War, and there's two countries. And you know what? If I wanted to see this, I'd turn on CNN right now because we're almost there. Right. That's just my thinking. What, do, do, you have, do you think this is a good idea? I think no, it's a, it's a horrible idea. Uh, you know, I understand just from the concept of living in a vacuum. Okay, that would be interesting. I mean, alternate histories are are popular and I get it but maybe 20 years ago even this isn't this isn't exactly the right um, atmosphere for that kind of thing and I'm not saying they should be banned from doing it I'm not talking about censorship but just they should have the sense to realize not a good time to come out with something that's going to be even more divisive and probably will having not seen trailers or anything but you kind of would have to assume it would it would fuel the fires for, of, of, frankly, Morana Kafwitz. Don't think we really need there, that right now. There is a uh, a picture, a a title screen that's you know the HBO. It's not TV. It's HBO. But all the HBO letter all the lettering is actually transparent, and behind it you see a Confederate flag. Which, you know, if this was Forty years ago, and a Dukes of Hazard promo might have—they might have been okay with it, but <laughs> yeah, not today. Yeah, so, not so much not a good idea. idea. I'm I'm going to ask you a question though. Excellent. Uh, as, as we go into the the good, the bad, and the whatever, I'm going to ask you to pick a number between one and ten. Should I tell you the number, or should I keep it a yeah. secret? Yeah, well, you can keep it a secret, but then we'd, I'd never figure out which one of these stinger things to play. Six. Six. <laughs> Remember, Todd picked it. <clears throat> I did. Um, the, we, we've got some good news this week. Um, and I'm going to start off with one from a movie that's not out yet. Thor Ragnarok. Because I found this uh, little article about something that's in the trailer. And it's the line that everyone loved in the trailer. The, I know him. 
He's a friend from work. From work. Everyone yes. loved that line. Did you find out who, or, or did you hear about who wrote that line? I did not hear who wrote that line. I, I loved this. They, they've been coming out with a lot of stuff on the movie that said a lot of it was improv, but that line wasn't. It was written by a, 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 a terminally ill child, and that was his make-a-wish thing. Was to have a line in the movie, and he he put that line in. I thought that's cool. That's very cool, and and that's a brilliant line too. I mean, it's not like yeah, okay, we'll just throw it this is. in just because. Just because. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. That's awesome. I want to throw a line in banana pancakes. No, that that that's, <laughs> that was a good line in in the trip. Wow. So well done, kid. I hope you get better. Um, yeah, no kidding. He's a minor. They don't release his name. That I get that. Yeah. So, anyway, other Marvel news, though. Uh, actually, there's some more Marvel news when we get down into the I don't know what to make of this category, but they released <laughs> some uh, concept art for the forthcoming Captain Marvel movie where they said they're going to have the bad guys are going to be the Skrulls. Now, if you know Marvel comics, you should know the Skrulls, green, shape-shifting aliens. And they released the... Uh, concept art of what they look like in their regular form, and you know what they look like? Ready? They look like scrolls. What? I know! Who knew? I'm shocked. So, I I put it in the good news category anyway, just because of what they did with uh, some of the stuff in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, and we might get to that later in the show. Moving on to through the good news stuff, um, the Justice League has had a ton of reshoots, and they've released some of the reasoning behind it. Some of it, they said they wanted to lighten the mood of the character Cyborg, which is oh, great. Think? Cyborg needs to be – he needs to be a lighter-toned character anyway, I think, um, especially with what they did with him in the TV series. Um, I think you you know if you have a, a – Batman-ish cyborg, then you're going to scare the kids, and we don't want to do that. But the main thing that I think is good about all these reshoots is because they released a someone released a statement that said they've watched an early copy of the movie, and it was, and I'm going to quote this word, unwatchable. <laughs> so they got Joshie. And it, and they are revamping everything. I heard the movie's getting a new ending. Uh, the the one bad thing I heard about this is Darkseid might not be in this movie, which would be fine because I haven't heard who's cast as him anyway. So, you know, I guess good Justice League movie news. Yeah, um, the whole – I'm personally, I'm not shocked at all that someone found it to be unwatchable because no. that's kind of how I felt about Batman v Superman. And I still – using Steppenwolf as the main villain, how many people have even heard of that character? That just seems so Well, part bad, of the thing with, with, with Steppenwolf – I mean you, you can go to – you know, you go to the Marvel movies. Most of the villains in there, people haven't heard of either. This is years ago. No one knew who Magneto was. Well, um, um, uh, you can't compare Magneto to Steppenwolf. 
a Magneto. Right. Okay. Like you said, about- that's the anniversary villain for X-Men. And exactly. this is their big movie. This is the Justice League. This isn't some little standalone thing like Ant-Man and you throw in Yellow Jacket as the villain. This is the Justice League. This is their version of the Avengers. The Avengers, who do they use? You know, they were Loki. using Loki. They were using Ultron. I mean, we kind of heard of those but, characters. So, I mean, well, they went it, to the I, They bad. are more popular than, than Steppenwolf. I will give you that. But if you're not a comics fan, do you know Ultron? Did you – I mean, and I, even some comic fans, did you notice Claw was in the movie? Yeah, but he wasn't the oh. big bad. Here's the thing. I'm a comics fan. I'm unfamiliar with Steppenwolf. Right. And, and, and you know, and that's what I'm saying. I'm is it's not like that's a bad choice because it'd be great. But it just seems really odd. It's like this is what you're doing. And I understand. I'm not saying, oh, they should have rolled out Darkseid right away. Nope, not at all. But there are other characters that they certainly could have gone to that they did not go to. And I just don't. He's supposed to be the build to get to Dark Side. Exactly. But exactly. at the same time, you, you, you could have. But I don't and care. And if, if they can't keep it that way. You know why I don't care? Because I know they're going to beat Steppenwolf because I never freaking heard of him. So it's like, who cares? <laughs> oh, they're going to yeah. they're going to fight Steppenwolf. It's going to be a struggle, but they'll come together at the end because Power Twins or whatever lame-ass excuse they – well, of course, now it's Joss Whedon, so they'll change that. But, you know, we won't have that Martha moment in this movie, thank God. So – At least we hope not. Yeah, they'll get together, and they'll well, work, and they'll defeat <clears throat> Steppenwolf through teamwork. It's like la-di-da. It's like, okay, whatever. Steppenwolf, Flash, and Cyborg all have an ant with the same name, and they, they call him Crawley. Um, <laughs> they'll all bond over it. I hope not. I hope not, too. Um, other DC news, and some of this is, is really boring, and some of it I'm, I'm hoping it goes well. Uh, the se- season four of The Flash, they said, here's what Barry Allen looks like in his new costume. And his new costume looks almost exactly like his old costume. It was kind of like when they put out the, uh, here's Iron Man's new armor. I'm like, oh, ooh, it's gold and red. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, seen it before. Same with Barry's costume. But they're adding a new superhero this season. And it's not some, again, it, it, it's almost in the Steppenwolf category. Unless you follow DC most people are not going to know who Elongated Man is. Now see, I know who Elongated Man is. They're adding him. He, if you don't know him, he's kind of in a cross plastic man and uh, cross plastic man and Batman. So, so kind Ralph jumps in. Yeah, that is an odd combination. So, so uh, is is something bad going to happen to his wife? Are they going to go that route? I bet they won't. I kind of, in a sense, I'm hoping so. In a sense, I'm hoping not. <laughs> what a uh, horrible person you are. <laughs> I, well, I, I'm hoping no, they do I because totally agree. it was a great storyline. I totally agree. That would be awesome. They they, they uh, won't. But see, that goes back to my point about Steppenwolf. It's like, mm-mm, bad choice. Yeah. Should have been. Hell, although, elongated man should have well, been elongated man. But anyway, yes, although – I will say this. It's going to be better than the Hasbro Netflix, Netflix plans for a Stretch Armstrong series, which is coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm quite sure it will. I'm quite sure if Zack Snyder had never – not that he allowed, but if it was a complete Zack Snyder operation, it probably would have sucked, and it still would have been 100 times better than Stretch Armstrong. <laughs> but there's a show for the kids. 
I'm just saying, no, no, don't show your kids that. It'll have toys attached to it, toys we don't like that'll explode and make a mess in the living room. Like the original Stretch Armstrongs did back in yes. 1970. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, switching universes. Let's go see Star Trek for a little bit. Uh, they've Ooh. released some details of Star, about Star Trek Discovery, and they've said that it is not going to differ from things like the original series or Next Generation in that it's going to be an actual series. And they said they've taken hints from Babylon 5 as to how to do it. Now, if you you know, like Todd, we were talking before the show how he's never seen Babylon 5. That's a series you have to kind of watch from the beginning. And yes, at the beginning, you are going to suffer through the growing pains of getting used to this universe. Uh, okay. But once you do, holy crap, it's awesome. So that's what they mean by an actual series, because I'm thinking all the Star Trek shows are actual series. But they mean this is going to be – they're basically you're going to be telling one story, and you have right. to follow. Okay, gotcha. gotcha. It, it, it's as, as it's not episodic. It's, right, exactly. It's, uh, it, that's it's cool. a series series. So they um, went and, completely opposite of, of the original concept, which was it was going to be an anthology. Uh, right. Okay, anyway. Um, other good news, if you do not like the way the Klingons look now, with the massive ridges and a different skin coloring and everything, if you don't like that, the person to blame is Neville Page, who's one of the judges on the on the sci-fi show Face Off. I Neville. found out it's his fault. He's the one who – he's the bald guy on the, on the far right. Uh, yeah, I know Neville. Uh, yeah. He's no one, but <laughs> I don't know. I rarely fault? agree with him as a judge on Face Off, but that you know that's just me. Watch well, least my family because we all go Neville. What were you thinking? We liked that one anyway. Um, it's yes. his fault. So there. Let's see what else have we got. We've got well, that's apparently it for the good news. Unless you want to count the uh, David Fincher's Mindhunter TV series. Which yes. looks an awful lot like Criminal Minds, which came from a movie called Mindhunter. Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like Alien, Alien, Zzz, only Alien Zzz is coming before Alien. In this case, it's you just know, Mindhunter coming before Mindhunter. The interesting thing about his series is that it's based on John Douglas's memoirs, Mindhunter, and which yes. is actual documented cases, and he was one of the first, I believe he's one of the first three profilers. And so. That combination of that basis and David Fincher is like I'm very excited for it, and it could turn out to be crap. But uh, I'm looking it'll forward be very to at least trying it out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Hopefully, uh, speaking of trying it out, good. I, I don't know what to make of this. I don't either. Uh, kind of goes with Mindhunter, and yet different. <laughs> Death Wish has been remade, starring. Uh, me, no, um, starring Bruce Willis, <laughs> and there, there's a trailer for it, and I've seen it, and I'm not sure what to make of it. H- have you seen the trailer for this yet? I have not seen the trailer for this yet. My apologies. Okay, I, I will. I'll send you a link. It, it, it looks like it just looks like a, a typical Bruce Willis action movie to me. Um, and having not seen the original Death Wish because I've never really just gotten around to it, I haven't. 
The original Death I'll, Wish. I'll, is, deal. I'll watch is, Death is, Wish if you watch Babylon 5. How's that? Uh, um, I have a, I have a lot more time committed in this deal. That's not a good deal, uh, but I'll do it anyway. Uh, Death Wish is a great movie because it's not – a lot of people in hindsight, they think, oh, it's this revenge movie. And it's like, yeah, it is, but it takes a toll on the character, which is interesting because it's Charles Bronson. And you think, oh, Charles Bronson, he's just going to go blow people up. And it's like uh, he really struggles with it initially, and it, there's a character arc. So it's really it's really pretty interesting. Hopefully – they will do that in in the remake with Bruce Willis. I'm fine with them doing a remake of Death Wish because they didn't. Death Wish didn't come out three years ago. It's like oh, time right. to reboot it. You know, this movie is from the about as old as I think. Seventy. I mean, it's okay, not quite a long time since I was they thinking seventy three. Yeah, it's been so a while. Think you, uh, Death Wish, Death Wish two, three, and I think there was a four. Skip all of those because they just get progressively more. Oh, let's just watch this guy blow people up, and then it gets less and less interesting. The first movie is very, very good though, and hopefully they will they will follow that. That would be cool. Action. It would be silly. I'm sitting there being sad because he just killed somebody. So, uh, cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I like Bruce Willis a lot on screen. Yeah, so do I. He's gotten really. Because I remember seeing him back in Moonlighting and going, he's going to be irritating in about five years. But he wasn't, which surprised me, and I liked that. Yeah. Um, IGN is reporting that the Legends of Tomorrow producers are actively trying to get Constantine as a regular. That'd be sweet. Now, except for it's going to be on Legends of Tomorrow. That's that's my one problem. That's why I didn't put it in good news. (laughs) Right. Because right. I want it to. I want it to happen. Because I loved Constantine, yep. but I don't know. It, it's it, it 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 could be either way, you know. It's one of those shows that it was too um, too much of a of a niche apparently that it didn't really for whatever reason nobody even thought it's like well let's take it to Netflix or whatever streaming services. Which I want to get to something about streaming services in a minute. And, and it's a shame. Oh, um, <laughs> that's actually the next story, man. <laughs> oh, cool. Well, I'm going to follow with that. Uh, but it's, it reminds me of completely different types of shows, but it reminds me in some ways of the Agent Carter show, which yeah. the, first, the first series was excellent. And the second one really lost me quite a bit because they went too far off. Uh, they went too far over into the, the fantastic side of it, and they should have stayed more with the grounded part of it. Uh, I think that hurt the show quite a bit. So I wasn't really surprised when they didn't uh, renew it. And, you know, who knows? If they'd had another shot at Constantine, maybe they would have screwed it up like they did with it with Agent Carter. But yeah. Constantine deserves to be, have its own show and not to be shoehorned into anything else. Uh, and certainly not Legends of Tomorrow. That's not, to me, that's not a good fit at all. I mean, it'd be great no, to have it, that character, and especially if they're using the same actor. But, yeah. Well, see, I'm thinking show. if they put him on the ship with everybody else, He's going to kill them. <laughs> I mean, that would be nice. <laughs> all of you are fucking bollocks and you know, cast a spell and all of a sudden Adam and uh, explodes and you know whoever else is on the show grows fangs and eats everyone else. You know, I can see that happening. It would go with the character. And I'm not totally sure good. I'd mind. <clears throat> Unlike... Uh, 
unlike what Disney announced it was going to do, but it turns out they're not entirely. See, this is a good thing. This is the streaming thing that I was talking about. Disney mm-hmm. said that once its contract with Netflix is up, right. it is taking all of the Disney, Disney movies, Disney mm-hmm. and Pixar, and putting them on their own streaming services. Now, they, this was originally caused a big thing because does that mean all the Marvel movies and does that mean Star Wars and stuff? And they find it took them like a week to answer the question, which is finally no. Marvel, Star Wars, and this does include Daredevil and Company, are all staying with Netflix. So Have they finalized that? Because last I read, they were still discussing. They were still just I, discussing I read, that. Uh, like they announced That's, this on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Waffle, waffle, waffle. Let's buy sock and ego. There was a guy who on Friday said no, it is staying there, and he was a big wig. I let me see if I can find his name. Give me just a minute. Yeah, because it's still coming but up. You There's have still discussions. Anyway, they probably oh. will. They probably will keep it. Let's assume they keep it. And Disney just creates their own Disney channel for what we think of as Disney, Pixar, et cetera. This is, this is something that, that bothers me. You know, it's this it's fragmentation. Again, it's like, okay, so now Netflix won't be enough. Hulu won't be enough. You have to have CBS All Access. Now you have to have Disney. It's going to cost you, you know, the whole point of cutting the cord from cable is to save money. It's like, no one's going to be saving money. Uh, no. You know, you're going to have to have ESPN is going to their own, uh, their own streaming service at some point. Two they have plans for that. And it's like, they have, they okay. Have, they have plans for two at this, mo- at, at this yeah, time. You're going to be spending 150 bucks a month for all the streaming services that you want. And obviously the companies certainly have the right to make money how best they can make money. That's what they're there for. I'm not saying it's greedy, but it's just unfortunate that this is not serving your customers by, well, we're not making enough money because our deal with Netflix is renegotiate your deal with Netflix if you want more money. And instead of creating your own streaming services, same with CBS, same with all of them. I mean, Mike, you know what would be really cool is if Netflix and Hulu merged. Go ahead and up the, up the price. I don't care. But uh, it's just this yeah. fragmentation under fragmentation. In 10 years, there's going to be as many streaming streaming services as there are networks more. Yeah, there aren't yeah. that many networks left at this point. It's just it's not serving the consumer at all, and it's just going to get worse, which sucks. And there really isn't anything to do about it either. You know, speaking of uh, superheroes and getting worse, <clears throat> first of the bad <laughs> news stories. Yay. They announced that there is going to be a James Bond 25. Indeed they did. And they announced a title for it. And this sounds like the worst possible superhero or even supervillain name. Uh, it was alleged, and, and thankfully they've dispelled this. Because almost as soon as they announced that this is what it's going to be called, someone went, no, it's not. They were going to call it Shatterhand, <laughs> which sounds like a, you know, a super-powered boxer whose fists fall apart when he punches someone. Ooh, that's not good. Um, Thankfully, they denied that, so that's not going to happen. Unfortunately, they also released pictures of the forthcoming Deadpool movie. 
Now, I've uh, I've seen the pictures of Cable. Cable looks fine. It's the pictures of Domino that bother me. <laughs> um, now, if you don't you know got, Domino, you gotta uh, like in him. the comics, I, like I can't him. let this go yet. I'm not going to let this go yet. <laughs> in the books, she was always this ghostly white with kind of this eye patch. It looked like an eye patch, but it wasn't. It was just her a discoloration over her eye that made it look like there was an eye patch. Mm-hmm. And she just had straight hair. Now, the picture they released of – I forgot the name of the actress playing her, and I don't care. Um, they did an inverted be- color thing. Oh, thank you. Um, instead of being ghostly white with a black patch, she's now a black woman with a white patch. That's fine. What the hell is up with the Lenny Kravitz fro and the fact that she is dressed like a hoe? I just don't know. Damn it, I'm turning into Dr. Seuss. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, the, the, the first thing I saw on it was, what's the over-under going to be on Lenny Kravitz jokes? Because she looks absolutely nothing even remotely close to the character. And I don't even know the character that well. It, it just – it bugged me, but uh, I'll let it go. She's wearing leather. A, character wears leather. Not, not enough leather. Domino wasn't a, hey, look, here's my boobs kind of character. She was wearing body armor in leather kind of usually. Well, hopefully she'll be Let's wearing body armor. It would make sense, but yes. Because yeah, it would make sense. I think they will do that. Um. I have some bad Transformers news. Is there any other kind? Oh wait, they're making that another one. That was actually going to be my. That was going to be my next. My next clip. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's two things. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be a new animated Transformers film. And uh, yeah, just don't do it. Don't 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 go there. And they've already started casting the Bumblebee spinoff movie. So far, there's only one person who's been announced for it, and his name is John Cena. But I don't have his music because we're not allowed to play it here. Um, <laughs> that just take two, you know, two great tastes that taste great together. Peanut butter and chocolate. You get a Reese's peanut butter cup, and that's good. John Cena and Bumblebee, two things that annoy the crap out of a lot of people. Put them together. And you are going to get something I can't say because we're actually on terrestrial radio now. Um, Bumblecina. God, does that just not sound like a horrible idea? Jumblebee. Yes, this is quite horrible to me. <laughs> um, but the whole <laughs> franchise has seemed horrible to me. I mean, not from the cartoons back when you know what were when, when it those started out. Movies, it was good. The 80s. But it's from the very first movie. I was like, no, just no. Uh, and it just gets progressively worse and people keep seeing it, which explains a lot about taste in society, I suppose. Um, yeah, this is – it would be nice to think, well, this is the sacrifice we must make for the death knell of the franchise, but there will be no death knell for the franchise. It will continue forever or until Michael Bay dies, which no, not hoping that that happens. Uh, it yeah, someone takes the keys away from him and forbids him from ever making another one. But uh, yeah, great. 
what else is new? Oh, a new Transformers movie. Oh, you mean the same Transformers movie? Yeah, I gotcha. They just yeah, changed the plot points. Added some actors. Nice. So this one's got. God, who cares? Uh, it's almost as annoying to me as what IMDb has started doing. Because I mentioned it last show, where they had the mm-hmm. ad in the background of the IMDb. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, you said it was Dunkirk. I'll take your word for it because it didn't say. <laughs> uh, yes, it was Dunkirk. Since then, they have done several of them, and not told us at all what it. You know, what's the movie you're advertising here? I think one of them was Detroit. Um, I'm looking at IMDb right now, and they're actually showing things like, let's see, it's Suits Viking, Vikings. Mockingjay, Man in the Castle, The Grand Tour, Dressmaker, Sneaky Peek, and the final season of Downton Abbey. Yeah. What is it actually advertising? If you think about this, they're advertising for Amazon's streaming service. But you have to put all that crap together yourself because it doesn't say anything about it. Hey, that's cool. I just re- I just so closed I my the page and opened it up again, and the ads disappeared. Ha ha ha. Oh, that's cheating. That's 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 not even running an ad blocker though. Like interesting. That's almost as unfair as uh, NBC letting Vin Diesel plan a Miami Vice reboot. Oh, now the ads came back. That makes Uh me sad. Yeah, it's my fault. I related. I really loaded the page and relatled the page also. (laughs) What other thing? Now I have an ad for Xfinity instead. Oh, well, that's clever of you. Um, <laughs> oh, clever thing I'll do all week. I reloaded the page and I got an Xfinity ad. I am genius. While while you were reloading things, yes, and things and things and things, I did want to mention. Speaking of streaming services, and while Netflix is still still has interesting things. I do have to say a lot of the when, – when it first came out that they were going to be devoting more of their resources to having their own series and own movies, I was like, oh, really? I would rather see other things. But so many of them are so good that so far it's been a pleasant surprise. Uh, I finished Ozark. I mentioned Ozark last week. Ozark is right. excellent. Ten-part show. Justin Bateman's excellent. Uh, Laura Linney. Uh, the whole cast is very good, really good plot. Excellent acting throughout, great script, lots of twists that you won't see coming unless you're one of those people who sit there and try to figure out what's coming next, which I don't. I just want to go with the flow. Really, really good show. Cannot – well, I probably could recommend it enough, so I just did. Also, another show I just started watching, also on Netflix, called Atypical, and it's about a young man in high school who's on the autism spectrum, and he decides he wants to date. And this is kind of a slice of life thing, comedy, drama, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Again, great cast. Michael Rappaport is the dad. Jennifer Jason Lee is the mom. Um, I've only two up two shows in, but very very good stuff. Again, uh, highly recommend. So that's two shows for you. Ozark and Atypical. So Netflix. I've seen three, Atypical. It's, it's on my list of things to watch. It's they're spending their money wisely. And again, this goes back to in a lot of ways. This is why. So many of the summer films have been ugh, because a lot of the talent they're working on other things. They're working on games of Game of Thrones. They're working on short series like Atypical. I mean, 
there's there's a finite amount of talent in the world. And when people yeah. are busy doing that, they're not available to work on the Dark Tower. They're not available to tell Sony, no, don't make an emoji movie. That's an awful idea. You know, this that's what happens. Um, prior to the show, we were talking, we mentioned Valerian, the city of a thousand planets, how apparently it's great eye candy, but that's all there is to it. It, it, right. In its fourth week of release, it has dropped below a million dollars for the weekend. I mean, talk about a disaster. It's $177.2 million dollar budget, which which, which, is, which is amazing. Uh, worldwide, throwing in the 50-odd million they've done overseas. I've only done $38 million here. $90 million. That's all this movie has made. On a, on a, basically, they've made half their budget. Which of yeah. course doesn't include promotion, and they've been advertising this thing since Moses part of the Red Sea seems like. So God knows, yeah, it's like they're typing a gigantic bath on this, and it's a good thing STX is one of the studios behind it because apparently it was something that was created specifically for this, and so they can be bankrupt and without really causing lots of problems. But man, alive. I mean, Wonder Woman is still over a million, and it's this is in its 11th week. Um, that's the difference between a well-done film and a movie that apparently is is not so well done, which I suppose isn't fair of me to say because I haven't seen it, but just previews. Yeah, it looks cool, but there's nothing compelling going on in any of the previews. The acting just looks eh. And, and I mean, I'll, the deal I'll with, watch it when it comes out on TV, but yeah, I'm not going to a right. theater. What is the deal with Dane DeHaan? Why are they pushing this guy so much? I don't know. I mean, it, they, he's in a lot of movies that just just do nothing. I mean, he was one of the worst things of The Amazing Spider-Man 2. And there were there were several bad things in that film. And it was just, yeah, not cool, man. Not cool at well, all. I'm trying to figure so. out what the big deal about. Uh, still trying to figure out Leah, Re- Leah Ramini. Is that, her? is that how you pronounce her last name? That's how I pronounce her last name. She she's got what the one show where she's escaping from her religi- religious sect, what Scientology right. or whatever. Yeah. And now it, it, check this out, right? I don't watch Kevin Can Wait because I'm not a big fan of Kevin James uh, acting. I like his stand up. Oh. His stand up is. Oh, that's because you um, have taste and you have a brain. Oh, silly me. Well, hey, he's awful. Check he this is out, though. An awful actor. Kevin is killing off the uh, Aaron Haynes' character so mm-hmm. they can bring Leah Ramini back in. Yep. So they're killing off the wife of the main character on a comedy in the off-season and supposedly not even saying anything about it so they can bring in uh, his wife from the previous series to just be a friend. <laughs> what, what, what the hell? I don't... Well, that's, that's the last-ditch effort. Let's get the gang back together to try to save this troubled show um, I'm not going to save it for me I mean I think she's no. very funny in that, in that show the, I probably have seen uh, a dozen episodes of his old show and, and everyone in it was good except him uh, it's no surprise he and Adam Sandler are buddies because they both have the currently have the same talent level which is virtually none um, ouch Sandler used to be hilarious and excellent and he has lost it, and man, he sucks. Uh, and it's sad because I would be happy to see a movie as funny and as sweet as The Wedding Singer. 
You know, it's like I would be happy to see a movie as raucous and hilarious as Happy Gilmore. It's like he doesn't have it in him. He doesn't know how to do it anymore. And that sucks, but stop, you know, why Netflix did this ridiculous thing. At one point, they they released data just to show us, oh, this is a good deal for us. And someone crunched the numbers, and according to Netflix, half of all of their subscribers had watched an Adam Sandler film. To, uh, you know, on their new deal, and it's like, yeah, I'm thinking that's completely bogus and BS. It's like, there is no way in hell that that has happened. So, did they uh, mean to, or was it pushed? No, no, they released oh. that information. They deliberately said, you know, it's like, well, this is how many people have watched it, so this is a good deal for us. And it's like, no, that doesn't really work out according to the math, dude. Um, it basically, is just saving face for a, a terrible business decision. Which, you know, again, if you like Adam Sandler's output from the last 15 years, more power to you. You know, I'll buy you a, a gift copy of Jack and Jill, you know, just wallow in the misery to your, your own self. But man, alive. That guy has totally lost it. And Kevin James never even had it to begin with. So, I, you want something else you're not going to want to watch other than Kevin James? I love things that I don't want to watch. Tell me more. They're going to make me, a series, or at least a, a, a sequel series, to the original Karate Kid with <laughs> the original cast. Well, um, it's now set where the not kids anymore; they're grown up. Um, <clears throat> Why? What original? And I thought, you know what? You can do that. That can be okay until, until I read the words. <clears throat> From the creators of Hot Tub Time Machine and Harold and Kumar go every place on the planet. No. Yeah. No. No. I agree. Don't, don't, don't stop. Well, stop now. First place, Pat Marino won't be on the cast. So. No. It's far and away the best part of the Karate Kid. Ralph Macchio is just kind of like, eh. Um, no. That's a big, big no. No, don't do that. Yeah, and I, I'm bad sure it's like bad, bad you know, he'll, he'll have some kid, and the kid will be in the same. Just like, no, come on, that's boring and awful, and don't do it. And has has Ralph Macchio done anything? Not other than I've the Karate noticed. Kid. I mean, well, he was in that anything? one movie with uh, what, my cousin Vinny. Kind of that was five million years ago. And he's so. I mean, he's just. I'll give him credit. He ain't Kevin James, but still. Yeah. Um, there, there is that. It could be worse. You could be Kevin James. Um, oh, let's see. Oh, my mom's trying to call me. I'm like, I'm on. I'm doing a show now, mom. You can. Thanks for listening. Um, <clears throat> so let's see. What other things have we got? We've got. Uh, Star Wars news, where they said Captain Phasma is going to be explored more than she was in The Last Jedi. I thought, well, by default, because you didn't do anything with her. <laughs> I was going to say, that's like, if, she's, if she's on screen and has three lines, that's a bigger exploration than <laughs> I would hope so. I would hope they do a little more with that character. Uh, oh, um, let's see, what else have we got? We've got... My, I, I guess uh, she spanks Kylo Ren for being a bad boy. I guess. Because that, that I, fits the character arc for him. Sure. 
Um, okay, the, the, you mentioned Stephen King earlier, and I meant to ask you this because this was ask, just ask me down this. in my yeah whatever notes. Uh, the It movie. <laughs> yes. Did you know there were going to be two of them? I did not know there were going to be two of them. I'm kind of sad I that there's one of them. I didn't know there were two of them either. But no, I didn't know there going to be two of them. They said um, it's going that the runtime for the It film is going to be longer than the miniseries. Which the thing that absolutely confused well, me on this was I went wait there's more than one. Yeah, that's the first. Because I have not it. seen, I have not seen anything that said there's going to be more than one. Yeah, that's which odd. I'm confused about. Almost as confusing. As, Although it doesn't uh, mean this to be longer than the miniseries because the miniseries was two two hour shots and that's in TV. So the actual runtime really wasn't that long. Hour so. and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's almost as confusing as watching. I, I watched the trailer for the Blues Brothers this week um, because I was showing somebody how to operate a new computer program called Cody. If you happen to mm-hmm. download and use that, it, it's a wonderful media uh, organizing software program and it's free. And I said, you can also watch trailers of movies. See, you can like, uh, and I just picked a movie at random, and it was the Blues Brothers. And at the end of the trailer, where you know they put up all the ads of, or the or not ads, all the credits, you know, like, uh, Dan Aykroyd, John Belushi, and everybody else. And this directed by so and so, and produced by this, and this guy did lighting, and all that stuff that they flash on the screen for about that long, and you're supposed to read it and go, yeah, that's going to happen. There was a large box in the bottom left-hand corner of this trailer on this screen that said, don't forget to read the book. And I thought to myself, (laughs) this is a musical, pretty much, with a massive car chase in it. Mm -hmm. How exactly is that book going to (laughs) work? Yeah, I mean, I I know a lot of the times read the book. The book is better. The book is better. How is the book possibly going to compete with this type of a movie? I, I'm at an absolute loss on this one. You got any ideas? Because I, I I don't know. zero. I, it would work okay. if it was like a, a Kindle, and you had multimedia links. <laughs> it seems like you're gonna you're gonna miss a lot without without the music. I mean, exactly. kind of kind of the driving force of it it'd be like i mean baby driver if they do an adaptation of it or if it's based on a book i'm sure it's interesting and who knows maybe better than the movie but you're missing an awful lot if you don't have the music from baby driver and blues brothers is pretty similar to that very weird very weird indeed yeah uh oh apparently i'm, I'm just flipping through imdb's listing on it and part one is the kids and part two will be when they're adults later on. So instead of flipping back and forth like the miniseries did, apparently they're going to just first is the initial happening, and the second part is when it comes back when they're when they're grown ups, and it's like, uh, yeah, I, I'm thinking this is going to be a disaster because there, there's there's no at, at least from the previews, which of course really can't really go by previews often but there there's no off switch on the clown and that's what made the character of Pennywise so 
frightening because he's just, oh, he's just a happy clown. And then he shows his true self afterwards. That's what that's why Tim Curry was, was iconic in that role, because he doesn't start out and make you scream the moment you see him. That's kind of the entire concept. And hopefully they're doing that. But based on the trailers, not at all what they're doing. So, no. yeah, just kind of. Actually, you know, we've mentioned the the IMDb a couple times. Uh, I was doing some research on a story for uh, the Two Pages Project mm-hmm, and came cool. across something that I did not know existed, the Internet Movie Firearms Database. <laughs> That's interesting. I was trying to look up a, a, a type of gun to put in a story. And I, I said, I'd like it to be like the gun from, I think it was the Ghost in the Shell series I was looking for. And it said, do you want to try the Internet Movie Firearms Database? Really? There is such a thing? And it came up with, here's that gun. Here's what it was called. Here are the specs from the series. Here's what it is in reality. <gasps> it's real. Hey, what do you know? So, you know, that's if you ever want to know, hey, what was the kind of gun they used in fill-in-the-blank movie? Apparently this if it's got the Ghost in the Shell t- uh, standalone complex TV series, it should have most everything. I would think. I would think so. I would think so. It seems quite thorough with cross referencings and stuff. So, something Indeed. to look at if you have the opportunity. That's very cool. As opposed to, cool. Uh, as opposed to Alien Covenant. Which <laughs> really? I got to watch. And I found a. I, I think. Uh, the, probably the most redeeming quality in the movie for me. Yes. At the beginning, very beginning, when they're all getting, you know, it's an alien movie, so they've all got to wake up from their sleep pods. Yes, they do. And one of them, one of them fails. Oh no, it fails, and, and for some reason, on the inside of the pod, the guy inside the pod caught fire, and oh no, he burned to death. Oh, oh, how sad. Do you know who played the guy who was in the thing that burned to death? Kevin Costner. Close. <laughs> uh, James Franco. <laughs> so to That's me, interesting. that was the redeeming quality was we get to watch James Franco burn to death. <laughs> you know, not that I want him to do it in reality. I don't want anyone to actually die anywhere. But I would like him to get out of – he's not quite up there with – you know the the Chris's, like you know Pine and um, God, I've just lost the name Hardwick, who are just in every friggin' thing now. Yes, but he's close, and actually, <laughs> when he's in stuff, to me, it, it's just annoying as crap because he annoys me. He's um, he's interesting because in, in a lot of films, he kind of plays some smug version of himself. Which is, yeah, I can live without that. In other films, like 27 Hours, I mean, he's excellent. So it kind of depends on what they ask yeah. him to do, what they have him do. But I, yeah, I'm, I'm totally understand what you mean. There are times when there can be too much James Franco, which is any James Franco. It just depends on the vehicle. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's when we first talked about about. Uh, Alien Covenant, and it's like, yeah, it just does not hold up to the first two. You know, it's okay as a continuation of, of the third and fourth films, but, yeah, not that great. I like the way, uh, <clears throat> was it, uh, 
Honest Trailers described it as Alien 5, Prometheus 2. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and I just realized a segue into another movie that came out uh, this week for download and will be available uh, on DVD, I think, in two weeks still, for some reason. Uh, did you notice that there is a that, that there was the James Franco movie, The uh, Great and Powerful Oz? Yes. Whatever that was. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where he got to where Glinda the Good Witch lived. And they flew over this balcony. I saw that balcony in this other movie that came out this week. It's the same balcony in when they get to the Ego planet in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Really? That's interesting. They just changed the colors. I can do that in Photoshop. (laughs) And apparently they did. Apparently they can too. That was a thing. Uh, Okay, uh, actually, I want to get your opinions. Get on Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes. Because mine are different, probably. Yes, probably. What have you from got? Our, from a pre-show discussion. I liked it quite a bit. Um, I I don't care that much if a story, if a movie doesn't hold true to the, the source material unless the source material would have been better. Uh, we've talked about Logan, and Logan is a really good film, but if they had held true to the source material, which they easily could have, it would have been a better film. So to me, they kind of exactly. ruined the, they ruined the character arc for the anguish that Wolverine goes through by shifting the guilt to Professor X. I thought that was an extremely stupid move on their part, and there was no reason for it. Um, the character of Ego, yeah, it's a lot different than it is in, in the book, in the comics. I get that. Uh, Personally, I'm willing to sacrifice that for Kurt Russell. You know what? In, in, in this case, I'll agree with you, but only for the Kurt Russell ego character. Um, there were a couple other minor characters that a lot of people I don't think are going to know because mm-hmm. they're they're not up there with the Guardians of the Galaxy mythos the way it used to be. When I was growing right. up, when the Guardians of the Galaxy were not Star Lord and Gamora and Drax, it was uh, Starhawk, right? And Charlie Twenty Seven and uh, Martin X, and uh, yes, Yondu, who will not be joining us anymore, um, even though he yeah. is Mary Poppins. So, yeah, I was going to say it's comics; you never know, but probably not, and hopefully not. Yeah, that would be bad if they do that. Um, Sorry, spoiler. Anyway, the, <laughs> the character of Starhawk showed up. That was who Sylvester Stallone was playing. Right. And completely redid that character. Uh, Martin X was there. Appearance-wise, I think they nailed it. Uh, Charlie 27 was there at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. only he was about three feet taller than he's supposed to be, which you know, Wolverine syndrome, I'm guessing. <laughs> the same oh. thing. <laughs> it's just he's too short. We have to give him big screen time, so make him taller. I guess hey, that was the nobody. Th- the thing that uh, bugged me about this movie the most. Cause it was a it was a good movie, but they changed so much of the original mythos and changed so many of the characters that it bugged me. 
that does not make a bad movie. It is still fun to see. I don't think it's as good as the first one because it, to me, they just tried too hard with this one. Um, too many forced jokes, too many... Like the uh, uh, rocket Yondu bouncing through hyperspace and turning into the black hole sun video. <laughs> we don't need that. We didn't need that. That was goofy and unnecessarily... I'm sure that cost them a lot of money to do. You know, a $200 million budget, yes, they've almost made $400 million, and they're going to on the downloads and everything else. But, you know, save a little money and make us not have to watch those scenes. We don't need that. But, you know, you mentioned the X-Men movies. My thing is with this, yes, you changed those characters, but you did it in an enjoyable way. In a way, you can still go, I don't mind that you changed so much. As opposed right. to the X-Men characters, where you just kind of go, eh, eh, I'm suffering through the whole movie. Why, are, why am I having to do that? You know, it's, there, there's a difference there. And I don't know. If you want to see Guardians of the Galaxy 2, knock yourself out. It's, it's still a fun movie, in, including the... Uh, there's going to be a line. I'm not going to tell you who says it, but uh, there's a bit where we find out why Star-Lord's mom didn't live through the first movie. And as soon as we find out why, even my nine-year-old daughter, who l- looked at the screen and said, Oh, snap, now you're going to get it. Only she didn't say snap. <laughs> she didn't. She, oh, no. And, How shameful. You know, that, that was one of those moments where, you know, as a parent, you kind of look at her and go, we're not supposed to laugh at that, even though it's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. We're <laughs> laughing at the movie. Yes, that's what we're doing. We're laughing at the movie. <laughs> God, I can't believe you said that. We are laughing at the movie. Um, yeah. It, oh, jeez. I enjoyed it, but I, I could have enjoyed it better if it was not as – if they didn't try as hard. Did, did you get that feeling out of it where they, it felt like – it felt to me like a lot of the, the jokes and the quips and everything were forced. And then for some reason they went into uh, – what was it? Drax's bowels. Lots of <laughs> you know, Drax's fart jokes. Why, why do we – what was that for? Yeah, I can live without the part jokes. Unnecessary. But other than that, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, yes. Maybe not quite as much as the first one, but I loved the first one. So I really, 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 really liked this one. Uh, and there were certain exactly. payoffs, such as Mary Poppins, that made yeah. the whole thing absolutely worthwhile. Uh, that was brilliant. Yeah. Um, there are there are just a lot of sequences that are that are amazing in this. And again, Kurt Russell. It's hard to go wrong when Kurt Russell is in a movie, uh, and he's terrific in this. It's not like he's phoning he it in. Uh, so I really, really enjoyed that. I, one thing I wanted to mention, I've been meaning to mention this for a while now, and when you talked about Alien Covenant, because as you know, and probably two or three of the people listening to us know, Neil Blomkamp, director of 
District 9 Elysium. He had done a treatment of Alien, and the studio said, nah, not so much, and they, they went in their own direction, which probably was a mistake. If you want confirmation yeah. about what a gigantic error this was, go on YouTube and look for something called Oats Studios. Like, oats are good for you. They lower your cholesterol. That's what they make Cheerios out of it. O-A-T-S, Oats Studios. He has a series of short experimental films that he's doing, putting on YouTube, and you just, you know, like anything else on YouTube, you click it, you watch it. It's not on YouTube Red. It's just free. You can purchase things from Oats Studios, but it's nothing. It's just you can purchase, like, little cells or whatever and, and background information. But the films are they're out there. Uh, he's got a series of shorts called Cooking with Bill. They're three minutes long. They're they're just they're takeoffs on these infomercial things, and they're hilarious. Uh, the other things, Raka R A K K A, uh, about an alien invasion and and how humanity deals with it. Firebase, a similar story, but not really related to the other one. Um, there's <laughs> there's a short called God, which is. <laughs> It's hilarious and it's awesome and it's God. It's God sitting there playing with the Seren- with people in the Serengeti Desert. Um, <laughs> Zygotes. There's a new one now called Capture, which I have not seen yet. Um, these things are just absolutely brilliant and they look like they spent whatever they needed to spend on them. I mean, the, the effects are awesome. Uh, just they're. These are just brilliant little films. I mean, they're like 20-odd minutes long, typically, other than like the shorts, which are three or four minutes. Like 20 minutes isn't short. But absolutely, go, either on Steam, if you want to watch on, if you watch on Steam instead, whatever. Uh, but cannot recommend this enough. These are, every one of them that I've seen is so much better than two-thirds of the dreck that gets pumped out into the movie theaters. So basically, he's just staying busy and he's giving his team something to do until the next thing comes along. And any one of these might turn into a feature-length film. So cannot recommend Camp's Oats Studios enough. It's just terrific stuff. And one more thing that I have is early reviews on the Defenders. Uh-oh. Other more reviews are coming out. Awesome, excellent, wonderful. Well, it comes out Friday. Yes, exactly. So that's excellent news. And this is from something I trust. This particular review is from a gentleman named Jeff Jensen, and it is on uh, Entertainment Weekly and mentions how, yeah, wasn't really a big fan of Iron Fist. And actually, he doesn't like, uh, didn't like Luke Cage as much as I did, so he's kind of wrong there. But. So this is not someone who just blindly loves, oh, everything Marvel is wonderful. Like, I can kind of go with what he's saying. Uh, and huge, huge happiness for the Defenders. So makes me happy we to might see that. Let's talk about it next week. Oh, we will talk about it next week unless one of us does something stupid and goes to Miami, which is not going to happen. Ah, there we go. Okay. There you are. <laughs> Mission accomplished. Exactly. All right. Well, I've run out of my list, and you ran out of your list. Indeed. That's what that sounds like. All that's left is to say this show is brought to you by F7 Shoe. Rob has various yeah. lovely projects, which he's going to talk about right now. 
Oh, I've only got one this week. Uh, two pages of <clears throat> the Two Pages Project, uh, new stories coming out Wednesday. If you happen to write short stories and would like to get them published, send them to me. I can do that for you for free because I'm like that. Go to twopagesproject.com or find all the shows that I do on the Coil Entertainment Network, coil.us, C-O-Y-L, just to make it complicated. So there. (laughs) That's that's incredibly complex. I don't know if I can remember that. (laughs) Then again, short attention span person. Another (laughs) wonderful, partly spectacular show brought to you by F7 Shoe. Do you think they were left me live in Montana? I was thinking of the immortal words of Socrates who said, I drank what? Man, we have a weird job. It's shameful, but uh, it's a living. Dorn, that's the end. <laughs>